friends, welcome to Nurturing Your Nest, the podcast created to capture, explore, and navigate the journey of coming home to yourself, transitional motherhood, and connecting with our teenage daughters along their paths. I'm your host, Angie Schaefer, wife, mom of two teenage daughters, intuitive Reiki healer, transitional motherhood coach, and spiritual joy seeker. Each week, we'll come together and chat just as we are on a sofa, side by side, sharing sacred space. It is my greatest hope to help other moms by offering insights, interviews, and straight up truth to guide your questions, worries, and celebrations with a friendly voice and healing vibe. Our time is now. Let's go. Hey friends, welcome back to the Intuitive Mother podcast. I am once again so thankful that you are here with me today to share this time and space together. As always, my intention with my episodes is to bring you the sense that we are sharing sacred space side by side on my living room sofa, maybe over a cup of tea or coffee, and just enjoying simple but truthful conversation. And so today's episode is one that was inspired as I sat down on my chair to meditate and to journal this morning. It comes from one simple word, a word that we use all the time since we were young until adulthood, and a word that we often strive to be. I cannot wait to share my thoughts on this word and the evolution of coming home to a safe place in your body when you hear this word. So let's get started. As I said, the word came to me as I sat down on my chair to meditate this morning. I have no idea why, so I chalk those up as my downloads from the divine and the truth of what I needed to bring to you today. There is someone listening that needs to hear what I'm about to say as much as I needed to hear this word and how it evolved and what I wrote about it on my journal pages this morning. I wonder if any of you have a guess as to what word this might be. It is used so often, and it is the word good. Seems simple enough, right? Like the word good, we use it all the time. We hear it all the time. And that is the point of where my journal entry went and where this podcast is going to flow into today. Because I believe that the word good plays a huge role in each one of our lives, and as mothers, it is a word that can set our children up to feel connected and loved and at peace versus pushing and maybe restless and anxious over life. So let's get chatting about good. What came through for me right away is the evolution in life from where we start with the word good to where 
I feel we land in the best relationship with the word good. To start, it's all about the words be good. How many of you, don't do this if you're driving, but could raise your hand and not even count on all your fingers and all your toes how many times as a child you heard the words be good? Be a good little girl. Be good to your brother. Just in general, like it overwhelms me to think about it. I can't even name all the explanations of why we use that or places and, you know, at school or on the ball field or at dance class, but it's be good, be good, be good. It is like ingrained in our mind. Our role in life is to be good. It's exhausting. How, how many of you agree with that? Like that had to be exhausting as a child. I got to be honest. I can't really remember back to thinking that at the moment it felt exhausting. But now that I am awake and aware of how that could have made me feel inside, I just want to throw that freaking word be out the window and find a better word to fit in there to make me come home to my truth instead of being someone, something that maybe didn't feel truthful and good to me inside. So don't we hear that everywhere as a little girl? I believe it alters us off course from the truth of who we are. Because what if at one moment we have a desire to not be good. Maybe someone did something to us and it irks us inside. And not that I'm saying we should retaliate, but that <laughs> we feel that urge to stand up for ourselves, to say something, to do something, to protect ourselves. But instead, all we can remember is hearing the words, be good, in that tone, no less. And come on, moms, you know you've been saying this to your kids. You know that you tell them, I hope you're being good at school. You better be good on the bus. You better be good to your sister. You better be good when you show up on the soccer field. We know we're saying it. This is the episode that I want it to make you think about the impact of that word be and how it is shifting the entire focus of good to a child and even to your inner child, to that little girl that grew up hearing be good, be good, be good and became so focused on pleasing others that she forgot where she could find herself. The words that started shaping her into the people pleaser that she is today and is now navigating through a hell of a lot of discomfort to shift from being good and pleasing everybody to coming home to her truth. And then as we grow up 
a little bit. You know, maybe we're teenagers. Maybe a little less in some families, maybe a little older in others. We start to hear the shift from be good to do good. There's quotes out there, do good and, you know, good comes back to you. I didn't look up all of the quotes to quote them here, but we know they're out there. We've heard them. We've seen them. We've probably posted them. It sounds good, right? Do good. Do good for others. Do good for the world. Where are we forgetting ourselves? in that. Because while we're doing good, we're still now focused on outer pleasing. I'm not saying that doing good doesn't make you feel good inside. It does. But I believe that being and doing good pull us more to focusing on how others feel than it does on how we feel. Hence, people-pleasing cycle. And it goes round and round and round unless we choose to start looking at how that word good really makes us feel inside. And actually, that's the transition that came to me in my journaling this morning. Be good turns to do good, which ultimately shifts to feel good. We go through that phase as a little girl of being good, of being told to be good all the time, to the phase of doing good, doing so much good for others that we lose track of what we need inside in our hearts and our soul, what makes us come alive. And when we are able to shift again, to pull that doing good for others along with us, but to now prioritize making sure we also feel good inside and that we're not just being and doing to please everybody else in our life, that we're losing track of ourselves. The cycle to feel good is truly where goodness lies. If we are sitting in feeling good, I am most certain we are then doing good because the more good we feel, the more alive we are, the more joyful, happy, in love, sure. The list goes on and on. It just makes us awaken inside if we feel good. But so often, we're so caught up in those words be and do that we lose track of how important it is for us to feel that goodness inside. And by feeling that goodness inside, it just trickles out to everybody in our lives, and we continue being and doing good anyway. I mean, can we sort of even maybe just throw away the word being good? We are all essentially good. 
we shouldn't have to push to be anything more than what we are. How about like feeling into good, which is in a sense being good. But for me, it feels like it, the word be or being pulls up all these thoughts of like, I had to be something for someone else. And as I was writing this morning and all of this was coming through, I was faced with questions in my mind that, you know, some of which I would share with you today. The word good. What did it mean to be good all those years ago? To be the one that was good and said nothing in fear of hurting others. To be the one who shared too much and felt depleted. To be the one who always smiled and showed up because that was being good. And in that process, what if being good was what led me down the road to have misplaced puzzle pieces in my soul? What if I instead showed up into feeling good inside? I feel I wouldn't have felt so heartbroken in the past 10 years if I had recognized that I didn't have to be or do anything for anyone else to be good. That goodness just was within me. And when I tapped into that goodness... I was so alive that everyone around me felt the energy and the good vibes that it helped them become more alive as well. Instead of constantly questioning who I was or who you are, can you sit into feeling good? And where do you feel that? In your body? Where do you feel that? Whether it's in your home or out in nature or in the ocean. What people do you surround yourself with when you feel good? You feel at your best. How do you feel good when you slow down? And you become still, and you're just present with yourself. I believe that getting to the point where feeling good in your own presence is the journey home to yourself. And that if we can take the shackles of being and doing for everyone else and come home to breaking the chains of just feeling good within and sharing the goodness of ourselves with others, that that is when good is lived to its fullest potential in each and every one of us. And then as a mom, 
I even went back and thought about how I mothered my daughters and the many, many times I used the words, be good, do good. And actually, as I sat down this morning, I happened to look across at a pile of books that are waiting to go up on shelves in my office. And one of them is The Curse of the Good Girl. I believe it's by Rachel Simmons. I have to be honest, I've like read bits and pieces of it, never the full entire book. But I thought a lot about those words, the curse of the good girl, and how much my husband and I have actually referred to that in some of the struggles that our youngest daughter and even our oldest daughter have had over the course of their childhood. It's almost that raising our daughters to be good or even raising our sons to be good, they can just lose that connection to standing in their truth and instead allow the people-pleasing to take over. The curse of the good girl, you know, for our youngest who didn't want to always stand up for herself and friends would sort of walk all over her at times. Of course that happened because we would often say, well, you know, just let it go. Maybe she's struggling in this or, you know, you just be a good girl and continue on your way. Be civil. And now, years later, it's like I want to say F that. F being the good girl all the time. There's nothing wrong with coming into who you are and honoring that truth, even if there's a little edge of bad girl <laughs> in it. Maybe that bad girl, maybe those inklings of the bad girl are actually inklings of leading you home. I don't know. You know, like I said, these are my real raw conversations and thoughts that go through my mind in motherhood and how I've seen them unfold in my life into the lives of my daughters and being a mother. And today it just felt really strong that I wanted to share with all of you, all of my listeners, the choice to feel good and how by feeling good in your own life, in your own body, mind, body, soul, in your heart, that you will feel that and it will be so alive in you that you will stand in your truth and in doing so, I know you are then being good and doing good for others. Because it is when your truth lights the way that we do good. We shine our truth on areas of our journey. And that light shining the way 
always leads us and those watching us to good. So I welcome you today to lean into the word good. I like to take five minutes, set a timer, write just unending. Whatever comes up, whatever flows from my heart, my mind, to the paper. And just release it onto my journal and see what really is inside of me that's leaning into that word good or coming from that word good. And then I like to take time at the very end and just write a couple of words into sort of poem form or just to shorten it and look at those and see what comes from that. And today, my journal ended with, after sitting there, be good, do good, constantly questioning, am I good enough? Then one day, feel good, and you're on your way. I hope that when each of you sit with the word good, that you find places in your life where you feel good. And that just by feeling good, your whole being feels good. And that you're doing good, inside and outside. I wish you all a beautiful week. I love coming back here and just sharing with you week after week. I would be so grateful for any reviews you can leave me, any shares to a friend or family that you feel needs to hear the words that I speak today on this episode or any prior Drop me a line. Let me know what you are struggling with in motherhood. And I will be sure to touch on it in an upcoming episode. You can reach me at Angie at AngieSchaefer.com. You can follow me on Instagram at Angie Lynn Schaefer. And of course, you can grab my information on all my programs and coaching and all that's coming in the future at www.angieshafer.com. I have a program launching in February, The Awoken Mother. It's a nine-month transformational program where you will awaken, heal, and connect back to your soul and be the mother of your dreams. We will do some deep dives and really get to put all of our puzzle pieces back together so that at the end of the nine months, you will be living so deeply connected to joy and love and compassion, and it will completely transform not just who you are and your life, but the life of those that you 
spend your time with in your marriage, in motherhood specifically. We will do a lot of work around motherhood, but I would love to share more with any of you and have any of you in the program. You can reach out to me at any of the one ways that I mentioned, and I will drop all the information to get in touch with me in the show notes. And until then, next week, I wish you a week of feeling good. Have a great one. Bye-bye.